Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. It's Jeff Michael here with Sports with Ball. The show. Welcome into the show, the final show before Super Bowl Sunday, which I'm excited about. Hope you guys are excited too. And I will reveal my pick at the end of this show. It's been a decent week so far. It was off yesterday. Man, it's uh, it's been a wild week. Let's just put it that way. It's been a wild week. But what sports with balls, episode 286, man. Podcast version up on iTunes directly after this. Uh, let's see. First off, as always, got to thank Christian's Tailgate. Go to Christian'sTailgate.com. Obviously, on Sunday for the game, they had the fight on last night. It's just an incredible venue, man. There's four Houston area locations. They do karaoke. They got drink specials, Taco Tuesdays, Tequila Tuesdays, Margarita Mondays, man, you name it. Go to Christmastailgate.com. Find one near you. Get over there. Also, any home construction needs you need done here in the uh, Houston area, call Modern Home Improvement and Remodeling. That's modern-homeimprovement.com. I'm sorry, 281-949-8925. Josh Smith over there. He is the man. Actually, uh, he's coming over here and fixing my sprinkler system today. Woo! The game is Sunday. Uh, first off, I want to get to uh, these awards. Well, one award show that happened last night. And then also, we had the Hall of Fame inductees announced last night. And even bigger than that, we had the 2024. Four or 2025 inductees that may show up uh, next year, which is huge. There's some big names in there. Let's start with the award show last night. What'd you guys think? What did you think about the award show last night? MVP, obviously, Lamar Jackson. We kind of knew that was coming. Offensive player of the year, CJ Stroud. Defensive player of the year, Will Anderson. Texans look good. The Houston Texans look like they are set. I just hate when people overhype things. They never seem to work out, man. Let the Texans just do what they do. They got a lot of cap space. They can make some great moves this offseason. They need a wide receiver or two. Uh, people are talking about Diggs. People are talking about Mike Evans. There's a few players that the Houston Texans can go out and go after. And they can, they've got a lot of cap space. So Texans could be really good next year. It's just... Again, I hate when people just overhype things. Like, ah, it's already said. It's done. the Super Bowl in three years. Like, stop, man. Stop. Slow down. <laughs> you still have organizations that make bad moves. Look at what happened to Sean Watson. Look at all these teams that we talked about before that were supposed to be absolutely amazing. Uh, L.A. Chargers. Boom. You know? Buffalo Bills. Boom. Are the Bills good? Yes. Are the Texans good? Yes. But right now, I would put the Bills and the Texans on the same platform. They're not San Francisco. They're not Kansas City. They're not Baltimore. Granted, Baltimore lost, but they do have the MVP. Two-time MVP now, Lamar Jackson. Offensive Player of the Year, Christian McCaffrey. I, I think we kind of knew that was coming. There's a few... A few well, there's not even real surprises. There were snubs. And when I mean snubs, I mean massive, massive snubs uh, in this in this uh, ceremony. Miles Garrett getting Defensive Player of the Year is an effing joke. Was he great this year? Yes. But go look up the stats. T. 
TJ Watt led the NFL in every single category, and I believe it's two games. And you're going to give it to Miles Garrett. I believe uh, he was double teamed. What you're telling me, TJ Watt wasn't. Uh, that is, man, that is a, in my opinion, in my opinion, TJ Watt got absolutely hosed last night. Uh, he said it on Twitter. He goes, I'm used to it. That's just all he posted. That was ridiculous. That was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Miles Garrett won over. If the stats don't lie, TJ Watt leads in every defensive category in the NFL. And he didn't win defensive player of the year. Golly. Comeback player of the year. There was a guy that was actually pronounced dead, not once, but twice on the field, and he did not win comeback player of the year. <laughs> That's how that's how big Joe Flacco's year was, I guess. Wow. At the beginning of the season, DeMar Hamlin was minus 350 to win comeback player of the year. I think everybody else was plus 500. Like, it wasn't even close. You'd have to bet a lot of money in order to win, like, 100 bucks. Uh, this was absolutely unbelievable. Joe Flacco, comeback player of the year. Over DeMar Hamlin. You know, you know DeMar Hamlin went to that award show last night with his speech prepared, his family, everything ready. <laughs> oh, these awards. We knew. <laughs> offensive player of the year, knew it. MVP, knew it. Defensive player of the year, knew it. Offense, uh, offensive rookie of the year, offense or defensive rookie of the year. You knew all these. But th these three categories I'm getting into now, they were pretty, these, these were shocking. Now, look, I, I agree with Joe Flacco being comeback player of the year. Maybe you should have split it. I don't know. But DeMar Hamlin was actually dead, pronounced dead, and came back and actually suited up for the Bills. I get it. He didn't play a lot. Totally understand that DeMar Hamlin did not play a lot on the field. I think he had less than 10 snaps the entire season. But the fact that the kid was dead, came back, practiced, and got onto a football field. Uh, wow. Comeback player of the year goes to Joe Flacco. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what else do we have that was a snub? Oh, yeah. Uh, Coach of the year. This was unbelievable. Stefanski, I, I, and again with the Cleveland Browns. I totally understand it. Kevin Stefanski was coach of the year. I get it. He had a lot of turmoil. But you got Joe Flacco, who's comeback player of the year. And then you give the, the coach, the, the, the head coach of the year. Uh, yeah, it's really hard to go against D'Amico Ryans from the Houston Texans, who only had two wins last season to division champs. Granted, they had offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. That was that man. I, so who's the bigger snub? Demar Hamlin getting snubbed for comeback player of the year. Ah, I don't think that's bigger than maybe D'Amico Ryans. D'Amico Ryans getting snubbed for uh, head coach of the year, and. T.J. Watt getting snuffed for Defensive Player of the Year. That That is, I, I don't know how you explain that. I get it. Stefanski, Coach of the Year, I, I, I do understand it. I understand why they gave it to him. And I, apparently the voting, it was one vote short, like one vote separating the two coaches, uh, D'Amico Ryans and Kevin Stefanski. But man, I, I just... There's no possible way that a coach did a better job turning a team around than D'Amico Ryans. I get it. It's not turning team around of the year. <laughs> but I, 
Wow. TJ Watt to me was the biggest snub of the entire evening. That's ridiculous. Good year by Miles Garrett. TJ Watt deserved the defensive player of the year, hands down. Uh, the stats don't lie. And like I said, he leads in absolutely every single category in defense in the NFL, and he missed two games. Uh, defensive player of the year, hands down. Hands down. And D'Amico Ryan's, in my opinion, should have won coach of the year. Now the Joe Flacco and DeMar Hamlin thing, that's just up to you guys, whether or not you think they should <laughs> like, come back play of the year, should play football or sit on the bench. The kid did die. <laughs> He did. Oh, wow. Those are the awards last night. Look, uh, hit me up on social media, Sports with Balls, TikTok, Facebook. By the way, Facebook, please give me my page back. It's been over a month now. They actually took all the guys off that were uh, that hacked it, which is great, but I still can't manage the page. That is uh, That pisses me off. So it's been a little over a month now, Facebook. About time I get uh, control of my Sports with Balls Facebook page. If not, go to the Jeff Michael Show or TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Sports with Balls, just type it in. As it says on the bottom right here, type it in, Sports with Balls, all your social media outlets. Uh, go go hit up some debates. There's some good ones on there. All right. Now on to the Hall of Fame. The absolute Hall of Fame, which I thought was great, except one guy got left off. I don't know who else would have... Uh, would have been in there, but Julius Peppers, Dwight Freeney, Andre Johnson, Devin Hester. Way to go, Devin Hester. That is one of the great returners of all time. So glad he got in. So glad that Hester got in. Patrick Willis, Julius Peppers, I said. Uh, great, great Hall of Fame class. Linebacker Randy uh, Gratisher. Who played in his last game in 1983? And defensive tackle Steve McMichael, who retired in 1994. They were both uh, selected to be enshrined. And that, look, good for all those guys. They all well deserved. There's no arguments there. Antonio Gates getting, not being in the Hall of Fame, though. And is this the show of snubs? Is this today the, the snub show? <laughs> Man, Antonio Gates did not get elected to the Hall of Fame. Wow. Wow, and there's that look. I can sit here and go down all of these guys' stats, but congratulations to all of the Hall of Famers that made it in to this year's class. Next year's Hall of Fame class, dude. Listen to these people. This is nuts. The 2025 Hall of Fame class, first time eligible players. This is first time, which means Antonio Gates and all those other guys will be in there as well. Eli Manning, Luke Keekley. Adam Vinatieri, Terrell Suggs, Marshawn Lynch, Earl Thomas, Joe Staley, Demarius Thomas, Akeem Talib, Vernon Davis, Darren Sproles, and Cameron Wake. Wow, wow, that is uh, that's an A list right there. Now, are there are there? I, I guess there's a few like shoe ins. Adam Vinatieri, I would think, is a shoe in. Uh, that's not man. There's some ballers in there. Eli Manning, Luke, Luke, Luke Keekley has to get in. That guy was unbelievable. I, I know you, Eli. People look two times Super Bowl MVP and champ. <laughs> now, if Eli doesn't win the Super Bowl titles, is he? Uh, is he in the Hall of Fame? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> but he did. He beat Tom Brady twice. Ooh, and by the way, we'll go into uh, on this day in sports history in a little bit. There's some really cool ones. 
But Eli Manning, I think, will get in the Hall of Fame. I would think so. Uh, Terrell Suggs, Marshawn Lynch, Earl Thomas, Joe Staley, Demaris Thomas, King Tlaib, Vernon Davis, Darren Sproles, Cameron Wake. Like, my goodness, man. Woo! Wow. Good Hall of Fame class. That's 2025 for next year. We'll have to wait and see. But like I said, congratulations to all those guys that did get in last night. That was awesome. Andre Johnson, congratulations, man. Well-deserved. Look at the quarter. Go through the quarterbacks that Andre Flippin' Johnson had thrown to him. It's unbelievable. And that guy made the Hall of Fame. I mean, <laughs> incredible, incredible talent that, uh, I hate to say it, got wasted in Houston, Texas. That the organization, whatever. I'm not going to go down that road. It is what it is. By the way, welcome to Sports and Balls. Y'all that are just tuning in, podcast version will be up directly after this. If you missed anything, go to Apple iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. It's on all of them. Just tell Alexa, play Sports with Balls. Um, Kobe, Kobe Bryant had his statue revealed last night. One of three, by the way. So those of y'all that did not like it, uh, his wife said that y'all can kiss his you-know-what or kiss her, you know what, in a speech yesterday, there's three statues that will be unveiled. One of him and his daughter, the one that was last night, and then another one. I think that last night's the jersey number on there was eight. A lot of people didn't like the statue, but it is in reference to his 81-point performance. It is saying goodbye, basically. And uh, from his wife's mouth, Kobe Bryant actually picked that statue, that pose out for when, before he passed away, duh, uh, to be in front of the stadium. And there'll be two more. Two more statues going up, and then the Lakers got beat by Denver. So, <laughs> And the Lakers did nothing. Absolutely nothing at the trade deadline. LeBron's face is... It's comical at this point. Like, to his facial expressions, I don't even think... that. Look, we know they don't respect the coach. It's just they did nothing at the deadline. I don't did they think they needed they did I guess they didn't think they needed to improve. So uh the Heat deal Schroeder, the I'm sorry, the Raptors deal Schroeder. The a Heat made move, the Bulls quiet at the trade deadline for the third straight year. Oklahoma City Thunder added Gordon Hayward and multiple Hornets or in a deal with the the Hornets, the Knicks have issues like <laughs> Patrick Beverly trade to the bucks. I, I just, there's no shocking. Like, what do you want me to do? What do you, what do you want me to sit here and t like, do we want to go through these bullshit trades in the NBA? There's, there was nothing that moved the needle. Nothing. In fact, the only thing that moved the needle yesterday about the NBA trade deadline was that the Lakers didn't do anything. <laughs> that was the only thing that, that happened yesterday. That was of, of note. Really? So some teams picked up some uh, role players. Wow. Way to go. Changed change my mind on watching the NBA yesterday. Whatever. The Milwaukee Bucks are, are absolutely in a downward spiral. The Lakers are terrible. Uh, what else do you want me to say? Go to, go, to, go to Sports with Balls and social medias and let's talk about it. <laughs> it's all on there. I just, I'm reading these headlines on the, on the, on the NBA site, okay, and it's like Lakers unveil one of three statues. We know. We talked about that. 
Lakers don't make a move before the deadline. Talked about that. Knicks and Thunders and Raptors and Heat and the Bulls. They made some trades. Or didn't make trades. One like it just it's boring. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. It's absolutely the NBA is absolutely boring to sit there and try to watch and or figure out. Like uh, I, I stopped doing the parlay of the days on the NBA because they're the, like now players are resting again. Uh, I, I I thought the All Star game was over. To be honest with you, it hadn't even played yet. They are way past that. So. Whatever the NBA has to do, they need to do it. It's bad. And, and, and I think it's only getting worse. Player run league. Here we go. <clears throat> All right, fine. Let's get to the topic of the day. And for, I guess, most red-blooded Americans, uh, this Sunday is the, is the most important day of the year. Super Bowl Sunday, 5.30 Central Time, 6.30 Eastern Time, 49ers take on the Chiefs in Las Vegas. Man. Who you got? A bunch of people taking the Chiefs plus the points. A bunch of people taking the Chiefs money line. Uh, I'll tell you all here in a minute when uh, or who I like in that game. <clears throat> there's not a ton of headlines leading up to this, man. Uh, there's not. Uh, usually there's a there's a a crap load of headlines, a bunch of storylines heading into this. But look, we're not going to beat the Taylor Swift thing uh, over the head. We're, we're going to leave that alone. The the turf that was a big deal. That's the, that's one of the headlines. Uh, Mahomes' dad's got arrested for a DWI. That's a headline. But I mean, other than that, honestly, there's just not a lot. Mr. Irrelevant versus Mr. Two Time MVP. There you go. That's your headline. So. All I can do is sit here and maybe go over some prop bets with you. So let's do that. <laughs> I took, here, I'm going to tell y'all what I took yesterday. So far, this is my one prop bet. I've got Rashid Rice to the Kansas City Chiefs will score one touchdown. Brandon Ayuk will score one touchdown. Debo Samuel will score a touchdown. And Patrick Mahomes will have 243 or more passing yards. Now, a lot of people are taking Pat Mahomes in the under on 243 in the under because his average in Super Bowls is 230. I believe this will be a high-scoring game. So, I do have him over the 243. But there are some interesting, interesting prop bets in here. As always, you t are you doing the coin toss? You taking heads or tails? If I do the coin toss, probably taking heads. That's a great way to start off your day. When you do a coin toss for 100 bucks and you win it, the rest of your day is almost free. Sounds great. Right now, it is minus two, Kansas City. I mean, I'm sorry. Kansas City plus two, San Francisco minus two. The over-under sits at 47 and a half. That is a lot. That is a lot. You can do a two-win. First half winner. Um, I don't know. First half total points, 23 and a half. Mm, that's for Kansas City, 23 and a half. Also for San Francisco. Total touchdowns, five and a half. You think there's going to be six touchdowns in this game? There's, there's, there's so many props. I could see it going forever. But there's, uh, I liked. I think I saw the prop for Kansas City at two field goals, and I took that one or one plus or over over one and a half field goals. That was nuts. The passing yardage for the game: Brock Purdy's two forty eight, 
Pat Mahomes has now moved up to 261. 261. I'm glad I got it early. Pass completions. What do we got here? Brock Purdy at 20 and a half. Pat Mahomes at 25 and a half. Man, they they think Kansas City is airing it out. My goodness. They do have a couple of wide receivers back, so we'll see what happens. Carries. Let's go to rushing yards. Brock Purdy over under 12 and a half. Give me the over. Christian McCaffrey, 91 and a half. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll pull up his total yards in a minute. Because 91 and a half, I, I don't know what, he's, what his receiving yards are, but man, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, over six and a half. Give me that. I think he plays. <laughs> Debo Samuel, 16 and a half rushing yards. Emmanuel, I'm, I'm sorry, Eli Elijah Mitchell, four and a half. Pacheco, 68 and a half. Mm. Patrick Mahomes is 27 and a half. That's interesting. I, I would probably go under. If y'all plan on him throwing that much, I'll go under the Pat Mahomes 27 and a half. Uh, where are we at? Receptions. Brandon Ayuk over is four and a half. Over under four and a half. The over under Christian McCaffrey, four and a half. Give me the over on Christian McCaffrey. Debo Samuel, four and a half. All these are four and a half. George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and Brandon Ayuk. Juwan Jennings. Then it goes to one and a half. Jennings, uh, Justin Watson, Kyle Yushak, 0.5. Will he catch a pass? Mm. God, look at all these bets, man. Pass interceptions, both the quarterbacks are at a half. I would think the Brock Purdy one is actually negative money. It's minus 150. So they're saying that Brock Purdy is going to throw a pick. Uh, the under for Mahomes is minus 130, uh, the under half a pick. Give me both of them with the interception. By the way, Get in here and prop, do a prop builder and just, <laughs> you just have a blast. Like, this is crazy on all these things, man. Touchdowns, first to score a touchdown. That's one of my favorite bets of all time is first to score a touchdown. So, let's go over it. Christian McCaffrey, he's plus money. McCaffrey is plus money, first touchdown scorer. Give me that. Isaiah Pacheco plus 550. Uh, McCaffrey's plus 369. Kelsey plus 600. Rasheed Rice plus 900. George Kittle, 900. Debo Samuel, 900. I actually took Brandon Ayuk already. Told you guys that. I took him first touchdown score. This is on a flyer because it's plus 1,000. Give me 50. I went $500. Justin Watson plus 3,000. Uh, give me five bucks on that. Why not? I I'll throw $5 on Watson, Scantling. Um, maybe, maybe Clyde Edwards Hilaire. They're, they're all plus 3,000. That's insane. That's insane. I love these bets. They have last touchdown score. They've got, uh, pass completions, pass attempts, man. I mean, just absolutely everything on these props. I've gone over a few of them that I told you guys that I liked a lot. Look, first offensive play of the game, first reception, first rush attempt. First touchdown type. Ooh, what's this? Ooh, passing, rushing, or other. Other is 14 plus 1,400. That's actually not that much, so I'm probably leaving that alone. Anyways, going to have a blast. It's Super Bowl time. I'm absolutely stoked. Um, All right, I'll tell you who I got before we get into today in sports history. 
I I love the San Francisco 49ers. I, I saw them play in Candlestick, man. I, I've seen Montana throw a touchdown to Rice. I grew up in California a lot with my stepdad working over there. So I, I'm a San Francisco 49er fan. They have a lot of talent. A lot of talent on that team. Way more talent than I think the Kansas City Chiefs do. If you're going player by player. That defense is good, but Kansas City's defense is actually ranked higher. But on the other side of the football is number freaking 15, man. It's the same. I've said it all week. It's the same as trying to bet against Tom Brady. And you've got Mr. Irrelevant and Brock Purdy, who has to have a really good game. And he, look, he made some plays, uh, and, and you're going to get lucky in order to win. We all know that. And he got to the Super Bowl. But if you're asking me who's going to win this game, and you've got Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, versus a Super Bowl champion and MVP and a guy that's already been there, and you're giving me points? I'm taking the Chiefs. I just, <laughs> I'm not going to do a lot on, on just a straight-up bet. I'm not. I'll probably do 100 bucks on the Chiefs or $50 on the Chiefs because I love the prop bets. I think the prop bets on the Super Bowl are absolutely phenomenal. They're unbelievable. Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem over under, I don't know, two, two minutes or something. We'll figure that out. But I'm just going to have fun with the prop bets. I'll probably take the Chiefs for 50 bucks on the money line because you're giving me two points. I don't. I, let me see what it is. Uh, Chiefs, let's see. If it's on the money line, let's go straight bets. NFL, boom. Um, plus 170. Or I'm sorry, plus 110. Yeah, give me the Chiefs money line. Why not? Plus money. 50 bucks, win 55. I'll take that, and then I'll throw. Uh, that's five. If they if they cover that, that's five prop bets that are covered. Anyways, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> I hate to go against San Francisco, I do, but I just believe that the Kansas City Chiefs have number fifteen. They've been there. Uh, most of their players have been there. The head coach has been there. It's just, man, uh, it's hard for me to go against them. I hope for a good game. That's what I'm hoping for. A great Super Bowl. That's what I hope for. And maybe win a few of these prop bets. All right, let's get to today. Today in sports history. Rick Barry in 1980 of the Houston Rockets, the first in NBA history to score eight three-pointers in a game. Houston Rockets make the headlines today. Wow, look at that. Uh, what else we got? 36th NBA All-Star game was played today. Isaiah Thomas being your MVP. The 39th NHL All-Star game today uh, was played today in 1988. Mario Lemieux was your MVP. Kevin Johnson ends NBA free throw streak at 57 games. Let's see. Norris first Leonard. Terry Norris knocks down Sugar Ray Leonard twice and beats him to defend the WBC Super Welterweight title. Huge day in basketball again at the, at the NBA. 42nd NBA All-Star game. Magic Johnson wins the MVP. Pretty sure you all remember that. Uh, came back after being diagnosed with HIV. Comes back and plays in the All-Star game. Wins the MVP. Pretty historic for NBA and Magic Johnson. Now, nobody even knew he has AIDS. HIV. Whatever. I don't know. Which one? HIV? And then it turns into AIDS. Uh, 1998, 6th ESPY Awards. Ken Griffey Jr. Wins an ESPY. And man, this photo of him is just iconic in this Seattle, uh, uh, Seattle Mariners uniform. It is awesome. 1998. What else we got? Uh, 52nd NBA All-Star game. Kevin Garnett was... Uh, oh, here we go. 
Al Michaels joins Saturday Night Football with John Madden. This is in 2006, and of course, John Madden and Al Michaels would call for a few more years after that, and rest in peace, one of the greats of all time, coaching and sportscaster John Madden. Winter Olympic stuff, uh, and that uh, that's it about it. That's going to about do it for the show as well. Uh, look, first of all, thank you to Christian's Tailgate. As always, see you guys on Sunday over there. Go to Christian'sTailgate.com. Find one near you. Um, chicken wings, hamburgers, uh, their award-winning food, drink specials. Super Bowl is going to be an absolute amazing time. 40-plus TVs in there, big screens. Just going to be a blast. Also, got to thank my boy, Josh Smith. 281-949-8925, modern-homeimprovement.com. They will hook you up. $500 off your first remodel when you mention sports with balls. Who else we got in here? Pete Dedenis, Dedenis Law Firm. That's my man, Peter. 713-675-5555. Any legal issues, give him a call. Tell him that you came from sports with balls. Free consultations, all that jazz. And last but not least, Joe Applewhite Realty, making the impossible possible, the GOAT of real estate, 713-291-5270. I'm Jeff Michael. Have a fun weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, may not be here Monday. Check back, and we'll see. Love you guys. See you next week.